1: So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others.
2: Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys here, proud sponsor of the Universal After Dark podcast. How would you like to be among some of the first guests to stay at Universal's new property, the Aventura Hotel? Aventura opens this August and is another great option to consider when staying at Universal. You can get early entry benefits, transportation to and from all the parks, and have views of any of the three parks. At the end of a long day, have a drink in style on the new rooftop bar. Book a four-night stay with me to get 20% off your stay with rates as low as $116 per night along with a $50 food and drink credit. You must book by June 15th, and travel dates are August 16th through December 20th. Mention this ad to stack your savings and get $25 off your deposit. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com or any social media at WPMagicJourneys.
1: Welcome to Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others.
3: I always forgot that I blocked him, and I'd see him in a like in the parks. So be like, "Why don't I see you anywhere?" Oh yeah, because you're
4: annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear.
5: I feel anxious when Nick's not on. And then, and he's just like messaging me to say when he's going to press record, and I'm like, is he pressing it now? Like, should I start now? Should I like,
4: start
5: <laughs> But he's just messaging now, so I'm going to wait for like three seconds, and then is everyone ready? Yes, yes. Okay, everyone got drinks and stuff.
3: So go, 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 go,
5: go, go. go. <laughs> Hi and welcome to this week's <laughs> Universal After Dark. Luke, stop! You're putting me off. <laughs> <laughs> i'm nervous sorry sorry i'm your host as usual amanda slash boston white and you've already heard him he's already spoiled the fact that he's here i am joined by luke
3: oh i love that guy hey (laughs) (laughs) i hate him
5: (laughs) honestly i found a picture when i was like before we started recording i was moaning about deleting millions and bajillions pictures and i found a picture and if you follow me all the content, you'll know that looks terrible taking pictures. But I found a picture from outside Spaceship Earth, and I'm just looking at you like I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and James is looking at you like what the frick? <laughs> and okay, yeah. Yeah, send it to you
3: yes, and that's me. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but I love Luke really. He's just like my adopted brother. So yeah. we say that we hate, you, but really deep down, we super super adore each other.
3: Exactly. H8. Not the real yeah.
5: one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also joined by someone who I haven't run a podcast with for a very, very long time, but is my super best friend. And that is Chris Ripley.
0: Hello. Good evening. How are you?
5: It's been such a long time since we've been <sighs> online together.
0: I know, right? I think last time I saw you, you were slumped over a um, Bud Light uh, um crate was that was that the last time or...
5: <laughs> I feel like that was the last time <laughs> it was when none of the ah oh, I just opened like I know we're not at the drinking for yet, but I just opened you can probably hear that that's my Budweiser um exploding all over the floor <laughs> that was a nice bit of ASMR for you awesome um, yeah, none of the none of the carts on our RIP tour, which we'll get to later, were serving Bud Light. So every time I'd want to go and get a beer, I'd have to leave the entire group.
0: Well, you, you um, were literally like Doug from up, you know, Bud Light!
5: If I saw one, that was it, I was off. I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. I'll be right back. There's Bud Light to be had here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, now that I spilled half my drink, what's everyone else drinking? Luke, I'm going to start with you.
3: Sorry, I was just burping. Um, I'm drinking a vanilla Coke.
5: <laughs> Why wow, I was wow, burping. Exotic. Yeah, wow. Wow. Chris, what are you drinking?
0: Well, I am also drinking Coke. You can hear it there. But it is flavoured with autoids. <laughs> <gasps> no way. <laughs> yeah. See, I thought Wait. autoids was a, a, a <laughs> remedy for hemorrhoids. But it they're just mints. <laughs>
5: Wait, does, does that do the same thing as Mentos and Coke do? Uh,
0: let's, let's find out.
3: Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because
5: I feel like that's what would happen, honestly.
3: Oh, oh no, oh. I kind of want to try. Oh, well, just God. just
0: drink the Coke. You you eat so many autoids, Luke, you probably <laughs> will find out.
3: They're like candy, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: disgusting <laughs> you don't know luke is altoid boy he always has them with him at every time like yep, if just... you ever feel like you need a mint, you just find luke because he yeah. will surely have some
3: <laughs> definitely yeah just ask me in the parks
5: <laughs> <laughs> you get all random people coming hi luke i heard you have altoids are these are these pure?
3: yeah yep here you go <laughs> are these pure <laughs>
5: amazing anyway <laughs> i am drinking um what i have left of my budweiser after the rest of it i don't know why but every budweiser that i've had for the last few days when i twist the cap off it it's like champagne oh.
3: it yeah, i know care. that happened a few times that universal
5: well, canned... it's, been, it's yeah. happening an awful lot right now <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Anyway, so we've got loads and loads and loads of stuff to get through. We were just saying before we started recording that, honestly, we're still going to be talking about Halloween Horror Nights in January, probably, because we have so much information and so many stories to share that I feel like we're just never going to get through it all. Ever. Mm. But Chris had a super long holiday.
4: Mm-hmm. but he
5: travelled all around the place and if you listened to Diz After Dark you would have heard about the Disney side of his trip and I want to hear a little bit of Universal because you did something that we didn't this year mm-hmm. and you went to Halloween Horror Nights over in Hollywood
0: oh, I did beg you to come with me
5: I really yeah. super wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> honestly like the week before I went away Chris was like okay Amanda like look for a flight and just come over just for a few days and I was legitimately
4: were, searching
5: yeah. and I was like really trying to make it work but I'd planned all of my Disney days for like the days that I wasn't going to be going to Horror Nights in Orlando and I'd already bought all of my Disney tickets and mm. I'm like okay so if I go for these days one <laughs> I'm not going to get to Disney ever. Because I would have used all of my non horror nights days to go there, and two, I mean flights are expensive, mm-hmm. and yeah. LA is a big place.
0: It is, it is, it is scary.
5: It it sounds like. I mean, I've never been, so I don't. I don't know, like from personal experience. But I feel so. <laughs> I'd be I'd be a little bit scared being a tiny girl there by myself. So you did experience it. Mm-hmm. And we spoke a little bit when we saw each other in Orlando about it. But uh-huh. I want you to share all of your thoughts with us here. Because, you know, there were some some houses and some zones that we shared with Orlando. So I kind of want to hear, like, how they compared to our Orlando ones. But then there was ones that we didn't have in Orlando. Yeah, which I don't know anything because I haven't watched any videos at all from Hollywood. I was waiting until I'd spoke to you on here, yeah, so that I could go back and watch it.
0: Okay, okay.
5: So I don't know anything. I didn't even watch the classic monsters one. All that I've seen is the outside of the classic monsters, and I've seen I think the school bus from the Trick or Treat scare zone. Mm -hmm. I think that's all that I've seen
3: i'm in the same so, boat as you amanda yeah so we are
5: being are fresh
0: okay well the thing is with um hollywood is the theme park is kind of an afterthought it's kind of squished onto the side of a mountain is the best way to describe it you've got like a small area at the top and then you've got lots and lots of escalators down to the bottom and then the bottom is not very big either um, and then it, and then with Halloween Horror Nights, they open up portions of the back lot, which generally speaking, you know, are really off limits to people because they are literally filming different movies and TV shows and things there. So that's carefully managed. Um, and the best part of, of being on the back lot is for the terror tram, obviously, where you get to walk through the Bates Motel. Um, and then the, uh, the Steven Spielberg, uh set with the crashed airplane what was the film it was um, um day Ooh. after
5: tomorrow now war
0: of the world war of the world set yeah so there's this cool stuff like that which is unique to hollywood um and hollywood as well this year really pushed the boat out so they had uh eight houses including the Terra tram and you could say nine if you include the walking dead which is their daytime attraction that they just kind of in the evening, they just put a few more scare actors in, not many, but Mm -hmm. um, they count it as a house. But anyway, I didn't, I didn't actually bother going into this year. Um, But in terms of comparing the two Orlando, I would say is probably the greatest Halloween event in the world. And Mm -hmm. Hollywood it's difficult to compare it because it really isn't in the same league. Um, oh, really? Well, it, it it I don't want to belittle the the effort that goes into it because they they spend a lot of time and effort into it. And John Murdy, who I've gotten to know over the years, is you know is a really good guy. Um, but it's just, it just feels that they are catering to a very small local market. Almost, you could say, almost, like Orlando did many, many years ago. Whereas Orlando feels very international and cosmopolitan and very large. The Hollywood event is quite small, quite local, and it only really has really and truly local teenagers, young adults there.
5: Uh, That surprises me, honestly, because even though I've I've kind of watched Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood from afar over the years, I've always kind of thought... It seemed like it was, I love Aura Bennett and Orlando, like I absolutely adore it. But I always kind of thought that Hollywood had like a cool vibe about it because they'd have things like the red carpet and they'd have celebrities turning up there and like walking down the red carpet and people who were like the cast of Stranger Things this year, Mm -hmm. for example, turning up. So I always kind of felt like that had like a cooler vibe in that sense about it. And I always mm. imagined it to be like when I watched the videos of the houses.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: I don't necessarily think that they're as well made as our ones are, but I think that's just because of where they are, like location wise, the houses. But I always kind of thought they'd surely have like bigger and better props because they'd have access to a lot of the real things from films.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, see, this is the thing, you see. Some years you're right. They do. And I don't know why things change. I think it, it might be to do with the fact that some years they get more access to different films with, say, the director of that film. So, for example, when they did uh, Crimson Peak, um, they had full access to the whole production of that film. They reused some of the props from that film, some of the sets they brought in um, So they were able to, you know, manufacture costumes that were exactly the same as the film. So rather than, say, um, like when they did Trick or Treat, for example, the, the scare zone in Orlando, that was kind of built from watching the DVD over and over and over and over. Whereas sometimes in Hollywood and in Orlando, to some regards, they're getting a bit more access. Really, in Trinity, Hollywood gets that slightly more because it's there with with those people if that makes sense well
5: i i'm so I, I might have dreamt this but i feel like i didn't i feel like it was real life the other day that michael Doherty, who directed trick or treat mm. was in either the trick or treat house in hollywood or the trick or treat scare zone performing
0: he was yeah that did happen and also on the last night of hollywood hhn which they had there last night on sunday night Orlando was uh, Saturday night. Demi Lovato was there.
5: Oh, really?
0: Yeah, yeah. She was there until Chainsaw Mm -hmm. Chainsaw Chase out.
5: I'm not making this up, this is true. Speaking of celebrities, (laughs) wasn't Justin Bieber in Orlando last week?
3: Apparently so, yes. Oh, yeah. Someone was walking around with a cardboard cutout of him at Horror Nights, like the day after.
5: Like, (laughs) I didn't see any pictures of like actual Justin Bieber. I did see the cardboard cutout thing, but I did see a picture of him in the. I want to say it was inside the Leaky Cauldron, and like his security guards had made everybody clear out. So it was just him and his girlfriend in there, and he was crying.
3: Wow, and was I was like, crying? "Wow,
5: was he? He was either really, really scared, or he's just super emo."
3: <laughs> Probably emo. <laughs> <laughs> emo. <Email.
5: laughs> I mean, that dragon is pretty terrifying.
3: Yeah, and you don't know when Voldemort's going to come around.
5: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so did you get your picture taken with Norman Bates?
0: Um, I didn't this year. I did uh, the last time I went.
5: That's, like, number one on my bucket list
0: well, of things yeah. to do if
5: I was going to go to Hollywood. Like, mm. I need to, since we got rid of our Bates house in Orlando... Mm-hmm. Like I need to see that Hollywood Bates house. I need a hitch with Norman.
0: You do, you do that. That um, that house um, is what we would call a um, triggers broom. Um, anyone? I mean, Nick would get this. No, but, you Nick know Nick would get
5: this. Sounds like something Nick would understand.
0: Uh, only fools and horses. Have you seen that? I no? feel
5: like Josh watches that, but I feel like I've okay. always just thought, no, that's. That's
0: too boyish for me. OK, all right. But, yeah, no, That the the house has moved a lot over the years, but where it's at the moment, it's been there for quite a long time. Um, and it is. It, it feels very spooky to be there because it's kind of like where, you know, it all happened. Um, I mean, the creation of a genre, if you like. Without Psycho, there would never have been, you know, Halloween or, you know, all the others that came after that. So it is really special to get up close and personal with the Bates Motel and the house.
5: I bet. So how do the houses compare to the Orlando houses then? So the ones that we share, the IPs that we share this year, how do they compare to ours?
0: All of the houses that are shared are better in Orlando. Um, Yeah, sorry, Hollywood. (laughs) <laughs> that the, the, the production values the well the problem with hollywood in a nutshell is that filmmaking takes precedent over the theme park whereas in orlando the theme park takes precedent over any filming they do so in hollywood if someone wants to film something then everything gets moved and pushed around and they will film it and that's just the way it is so for example you would assume bearing in mind how large their back lot is, you would assume that they would be putting all of these houses in lovely, great, big sound stages because they got them, but they don't. They literally, I think only a handful were actually in sound stages. Whereas all the others, they build these kind of shanty towns to put them in and they're, they're outdoor um, buildings that are, they don't have roofs. They just have like black, like uh, garbage garbage, sack material stretched over the top Mm -hmm. um yeah so of course the thing is with california is the weather is just marvelous all the time um so they can get away with it you couldn't do that in florida and definitely not (laughs) you know the, the rain and the wind would would destroy it instantly but there was one funny thing that happened this year was it did actually for one night rain I uh,
5: saw this, and yeah, I saw so. that did they refund everybody as well,
0: they did, yeah, they lost a hell of a lot of money over that, Dang. um, it ruined quite a bit of the sets as well.
5: Imagine if every time it rains in Orlando you go a refund? oh
3: gosh, I'd be, rich. I'd be like, <laughs> be like, rich.
5: like no, please keep your money, I think you're going to need it. <laughs> Wow.
4: but you know
0: and that's one of the reasons why their houses are not as good so the so you do find the ones that are in the more permanent buildings in the soundstage are actually pretty good but a lot of the ones not all but a lot of the ones where they're built outside in these shantytown things they're just they're built just to get footfall through and and scare you and that's it so it it's it's becoming more so i'd say in hollywood that the production values are, are being sort of increased in the scenes they do but they are reducing the number of scenes that they have so for example case in point is halloween four um the halloween maze this year in hollywood you've got some of the significant scenes like the um the garage um and uh well they don't really even have the killing bit at the end but they've got sort of say i don't know four or five scenes and then they've got these very long Dark black corridors in between, where umpteen Michael Myers are on platforms with a handrail around them uh, above you, and are kind of trying to stab you from from from
3: above. What? And
5: right, <laughs> Halloween what? 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 That Why? has that.
3: That Why? was a good, yeah, that was Look, a good I scene. I don't understand. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't really understand, but I think it is a case of somebody somewhere has said, "Why are you paying out all this money, probably to build these, you know, really elaborate, detailed sets when people just want to be scared?" I think that might have been an argument they've had there. I don't know; I'm just guessing. So they That's just kind of
4: saying,
0: yeah. they just kind of swap out a lot of the scenes for these corridors where you've just got you know blackness and characters lurching at you from above. Um, And they're absolutely pointless because there's no scare in it because, you know, health and safety, they're very big on that in California. So when you elevate a performer in the air on a platform, you have to put a handrail around it. So automatically there's a barrier between you and him. And then, you know, you you know where they are because you can see the handrail.
2: Wow.
0: So I don't know.
5: Okay, so I want to hear more about trick or treats because I honestly felt like our trick-or-treat in Orlando this year was so beautifully done I think the first time I went through it with you Luke on that first night that we got there I was I spent the entire time just being like oh my god oh my god oh my god and I just didn't stop and I was like what and I was so emotional when I came out of it because I was like that was just so well done and Mm. It's not necessarily the scariest house of the year, but I just thought it was fantastic. Like, it, I, I just couldn't stop talking about it for days afterwards. And I couldn't wait to go in it again. And I was like, this is just an amazing house.
0: Yeah. This is the problem that Orlando has, you see, is Orlando, all the houses, apart from Bloom House are all consistently very, very good. <laughs> the trick-or-treat gets outshone a little bit by the others, and it shouldn't do, because if that house was say in a more crappier year like i don't know 2013 or 2014 or whatever um that would be the outstanding house of that year but because the caliber of all of them are so good you kind of forget about trick-or-treat but trick-or-treat in orlando was was as you said it was a phenomenal house i mean it was exactly like walking through the film Mm -hmm. yeah
5: exactly i feel like i spoke about this certain. the episode that we recorded earlier in the week and I was like, I've really struggled this year to rank houses. And I feel mm-hmm. like every time someone messages me and asks me like to rank them, it's different every time because I'm like probably that my top like six are all completely interchangeable because they were just so so good. And even the ones that are below like seven to ten on it's not because I think that they were bad houses. It's, it was just so, so hard, because they were all so, so good. But you're completely right in what you're saying, that if Trigger or Treat was in a different year, it would have been the best of the best of that year. It was so yeah. well done. That quarry yeah. seating was ridiculous. It was just so, <laughs> so amazing. Was Hollywood's anything like that?
0: No. Hollywood, the only thing I would say was better in Hollywood was they had a better facade. So in the opening of the film where you've got the couple coming back from trick-or-treating and they get murdered by, um, Sam, they built, the facade was her, the couple's house. And you had the, um, you know, the ghost, um, they're like crucifixes, aren't they? But the, you know, the, mm-hmm. you got the ghost things out the front. So you've got the garden, they got the porch. It was very, very similar to the film. And you see all the decorations, and then as you enter into, oh, hang on, Siri's trying to, no, Siri. No, I don't want to know about decorations <laughs> of Halloween. Go away, Siri. Siri, go away. Right, sorry. My Siri does that now. Does yours do that?
5: I've turned mine off because it would literally answer. It's like, it's as bad as I'm not going to say the other one's name, but the Amazon one. Right. She just listens to everything I say and she just pipes up all mm-hmm. the time.
3: Yeah, so that I one's connected Siri to the government. Off. I think Trump's just exactly. <laughs>
5: Honestly, I feel like she listens to every single word that I ever say. But I had to turn Siri off because, like, she would just at all times start talking. So now she only talks if I press the button.
0: Ah, oh, right. I better change that then. I don't remember <laughs> saying, hey, Siri, Google Halloween decorations. No, he's doing he it now. Saying- I don't want <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I don't want you. <laughs> <decorations>. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: Wait,
5: why is your Siri a boy?
3: Because I'm a boy. Yeah, that's my mine's a guy.
5: Why?
3: Mine's Australian.
5: Why? Because
3: <laughs> it sounds cool. Good <laughs> day, Luke. Do you
0: want to know where you can
5: buy some more toys? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I forgot exactly. about the Australian thing. Actually,
0: <laughs> that's not an autoy. This is an autoy. <laughs> Um, so you see so back house. to trick or treat. Yes, back to trick or treat. <laughs> the house decorated exactly like the film, and then just like the film, where you have the twist that she's actually been killed and put in the decorations. As you enter into like the front, gar- uh, front yard of the house, you actually see her all bangled in the decorations. So you don't get the reveal of the the horror until you actually walk through the front gate which i think is like really clever um Mm. so they they, that's the only thing they did better was that facade because we didn't really get a facade we kind of did but not
5: yeah i I felt like that was like the straight like it was beautiful but i felt like that was the strangest bit of it because i was kind of expecting similar to hollywood's what you've what you've described i liked that it was creak's house but um, I just I felt like I it didn't make sense to me that the facade wasn't the beginning of the film.
0: Well, it was kind of interesting they did that. They did it out of sequence, which mm-hmm. is interesting in as much as it kind of then put you off your guard a bit because you then thought, well, actually, what comes next? Um, so I can see why they did that.
5: Yeah, definitely. But I just thought everything about it was absolutely gorgeous. I loved so and I spoke about this in the last episode too, the Sam puppet that was attacking Mr. Krieg. I thought that mm-hmm. was amazing. That was good. I absolutely did they use puppets in the Hollywoods one? Uh,
0: not not overly, I'd say. Um <sighs> I mean, the effects, I mean, I, I walked through it a few times and there just seemed to be a lack of scare actors, full stop. Um,
4: really?
0: Yeah. Um, there was um, Sam in one of the rooms. They had a, uh, it wasn't a puppet. It was like a static mannequin uh, on the ceiling. Um, uh-huh. And they had like the, the, the crawling sound. Um.
5: I feel like that's kind of what was missing from Orlando.
0: Mm. Was
5: in in Krieg's room. There was only there was the Sam that kind of popped out as you were leaving the room.
4: Yeah,
5: I never really saw him very much, but I felt like we should have had more Sam, more like of a visual of Sam in that room.
4: Yeah, yeah.
5: So I was the only thing that I'd say about that, but. Did they not have a werewolf puppet like ours?
0: Uh no. No.
5: Oh.
0: No. No, not that I could re- recall that they had. Um I don't even think did they even do that scene? I don't really <gasps> Yeah, it was again it was a lot more black corridors with Ugh. Sams on podiums trying oh, to
5: what?
4: Stab
0: you, grab you from above.
5: Mm. Okay, so when they had the scare zone, did the scare zone lead to the house?
0: Um, Or was it
5: separate?
0: No. The the scare zone, well, scare zones full stop in Hollywood aren't really that great. um, Because they don't have much room. So as you walk into the park, you're walking down um, like their main street area. And it was just at the bottom of the main street before you hit Springfield. And it was more of a photo opportunity. So they built a very weird school bus that was about as long as a, you know, a sedan car. (laughs) It wasn't very long at all.
5: Oh, really? (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. It was very strange. It was very strange. It's like if the car had fallen into the quarry and then they got it back up and made it roadworthy. (laughs) Um, Like it had been truncated, you know um but uh yes yeah, so was very strange they had this very small school bus and then on that they had some puppets of the kids that were in that school bus and then the photo opportunity was that sam was standing in the driver's chair that area so then you could go and perch on the steps of the bus and have your photo taken and then there was a few of the kids from that bus walking around but that was it there was nothing more to it than that I love the new school bus kids,
5: but that does surprise me. Like I didn't even look at any of the layout of the park. I literally haven't looked at anything about it. I was completely waiting until after I spoke to you about it. But okay. I'd always just kind of imagined that the scare zone would lead to you getting in line for the house because that would make sense.
0: Well, I, th- I think the night the f- the first night we went, and and the, and the second to a lesser degree, but the first night we went was a Friday night. And I think Stranger Things was a two-hour and a bit wait. And everything else was a 15, 20-minute wait. (sighs) Wow.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't really know why I'm saying wow, because that first night that we went, Luke, when we went, like, literally straight after my flight, we did nine houses. Oh, yeah, except
3: Stranger Things.
5: Yeah, the only one we didn't do a Strange Things, everything was... And I think we did some twice, didn't we?
3: Yeah, I feel like we did, like, Slaughter or something.
5: Yeah, nice. I'm sure we did Slaughter and Blumhouse twice, and it was we didn't even do a stage room. We literally got there, like, it might have even been, like, 8.30, actually, that we got there. Yeah. And we smashed it, because everything was so low, except Strange Things. Um, so I don't know why I'm saying wow. But what else did they share with us then? Did they have a Blumhouse? They did, didn't they?
0: they did but they didn't yeah different um properties now um we had uh happy death day which they had last year um they had uh it was unfriended and truth or dare um i haven't seen either film the house made no sense to me whatsoever um i'm hearing that bloom house is coming back for a third year yes (laughs)
5: yes <laughs> double yes I love Blumhouse like honestly I super love Blumhouse so whenever people like it was still like it was the bottom of my list but not because it was bad I enjoyed every run through of our Blumhouse like I really really loved it it was just again if this was in a different year it would have been much higher on my list it's just that everything else was amazing <laughs> but I would have a Blumhouse house every year They've got so many films to work with, so it could be done. That's right.
3: But I hope yes. that they always
5: like, I. And while you've been away, Chris, I've been like passionate about Blumhouse on really? this podcast. Yes, super wow. passionate. I honestly believe that the Blumhouse and Horror Nights partnership is so important. Yeah. And I really, really do believe that. So I I feel a little bit offended when people are slagging Blumhouse off. Because I'm like, that. one, they make fantastic films. Mm-hmm. I'm a massive fan of The Purge.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So when people are like, ooh, he, bur- bur- bur, I'm like, no, Purge is good. So less of that, please. But I honestly do feel like Blumhouse are such an integral part of modern horror that this partnership can only mean good things to the future, like the new Halloween.
4: Oh, so well, yeah.
5: I so I won't ever stand for anyone like an honest And Luke will attest to this, that every one of our friends that was like, Ugh, haven't even been through Bumho yet?" but like Zach, for example. And <laughs> um, <Luke, laughs> well, you come through it with us then, because you're going to enjoy it. And did he like yeah. it? Yes, he did.
3: Yeah, like you still got to go through it. Come on.
5: Just say you don't like it. (laughs) Exactly, but I haven't seen either of those two films yet either that they had at Hollywood.
3: Yeah,
5: was it still a good house?
0: Um, there was a few jump scares in there. I'll give them that. Um, it it was reasonably well, um, you know, well stocked with scare actors, but it wasn't anything that was too memorable. And it again, I mean, the weights were both nights were very small for it.
5: I mean, the wait, when we were doing Stay and Scream, like, we could walk onto it multiple times, but later on through the night, and I feel like this was the same kind of thing as with Saw last year, because Blumhouse films are current. Mm. They have a massive teenage following. Yeah. And, ev- like, every every teenager that you meet will have seen The page. They would have seen Happy Death Day. They will have seen unfriended. And so I, I imagine that that's why it got busy Because some nights it was like 90 minutes for one house. Whereas things like Halloween might be like 40. Yeah. Or trick or treat would say, it would say 10, but it would not be 10. It would be more like 35. But I do feel like um, our Blumhouse house definitely had very big weights as the nights went on. But what else did Hollywood share with us?
0: Um, Let's have a look. Well, Stranger Things, do you want to touch on that? Yes. Yes, Now, Stranger Things um, in Hollywood was on the lower lot, so it meant that everybody was entering the theme park and then trekking all the way down to the bottom of the park. Um, And when I say trekking, I mean, you know, you probably got them up north as well but you know like in the underground in london you have those really really long escalators
4: mm-hmm.
0: like the one in orlando airport where you can go from the garage up to the um the the uh, security bit you know
4: mm-hmm.
0: um they got i think it's four or five of them back to back going down this mountain <laughs> oh wow um so it takes ages to get there so you just have all these floods and hordes of people just with one ambition is to get into stranger things um so it's quite strange that they have all these it's almost like a parade of people just heading for that that direction and what they'd done there is they they had taken a sound stage a very very large sound stage and they'd cut it in two and half of the sound stage was queuing and it was switch back, switch back, switch back, switch back. And then the other half of the soundstage was the actual house. Um, Ah. Yeah, and and Hollywood, you know, Hollywood's house was... had a few better things than Orlando, but overall it was not as good as Orlando.
5: So Um, what, what was better in their house?
0: It was slightly, just ever so slightly scarier than Orlando.
5: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: so for example... The Demogorgons, there was a few occasions in, in the house, in, I should say, Maze in Hollywood, where they had genuine, really good um, jump scares. Oh.
4: Um
0: And one of the ones that was quite um, a surprising jump scare was there was a mannequin of 11.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And you didn't really know it was a mannequin, but it was. And she's got a hand up and she's using her shinning, if you like, to to (laughs) control this demogorgon who's like suffering and he's moving very robotic so you think he's a puppet but then every like fifth or sixth person in the in the conga line of people it would then jump out at people
5: i would like that
0: yeah so it's quite a clever scare really because you just assume that it's a puppet um wow. it's a bit bit like the carnival uh graveyard you know where you assume was it the clown wasn't it oh, oh yeah.
5: yes i Nina. loved him
0: so you shouldn't assume <laughs> 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 but it, it, it was a good maze i mean it wasn't again you know the detail wasn't there it wasn't as detailed as orlando's orlando's literally looked like they'd shipped the sets over mm-hmm. um you know, like the living room. You know, the the Myers house living room, with all the lights and everything. In the Hollywood one, it just wasn't wasn't as good. And they don't have as many um, uh, what do you call them? The like the ushers in the houses. They don't have enough of them. So, like for example, when you got to that scene in that house, there would be people sitting on the sofa. Oh, what? Just sitting there, and you're like, are you part of this, or you know? <laughs>
5: <laughs> when we were doing our unmasking the horror tour i was literally like david please i need to just get a picture in front of this wall and he was like can't I take pictures in this room and i was like please and he was like really can't I take pictures in this room Amanda? and i was like but i really want to and he's like no and i'm like can i just look at the bookshelf then please and he's like okay and there's a frankenstein book on the bookshelf so i was like okay i'll take this
0: <laughs> what rooms could they let you take photos in
5: we could only take pictures in Merkwood, the woods. No. And Hawkins Lab.
0: That's a bit odd.
5: It was. It was strange. Um I really wanted to get a picture of the demagogue and puppet that is in the bedroom. I was mm-hmm. desperate to get a picture of that puppet because I think it's beautiful. Wasn't allowed to take a picture of that. And I really wanted to take a picture of Bob in the library. Wasn't allowed to take a picture of that either. Mm. And they like David was pretty strict about it in Strange Things.
3: Come on, David!
5: But I was like, David, please, no one tell anyone. And he's like, No, Amanda.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: but honestly, like the sets that we had in Orlando were gorgeous. The puppets that we had in Orlando were gorgeous. I, all of all, a mask and tour, left me alone in. Towards the end of the house where there's Eleven and the Demogorgon in a classroom. And the Demogorgon's a puppet and Eleven is a mannequin again. Um, I loved that. Like, I loved that so, so much. And I just stood at the door for ages just staring through. it. Like, mm-hmm. this is amazing. <laughs> mm. But I also really loved about Orlando, our face characters. And I've seen oh, pictures. Yeah. Chris, you can tell me your thoughts on this too, of the characters that they had in the Hollywood House, which were not real people, they were mannequins. So I saw yeah. the Dustin. Did they have any <laughs> yeah. of the kids as face characters or not?
0: Um, I don't remember seeing any. Um, That's they may such have a done. Shame. Yeah, I don't think they did. I mean, they had the um, Will's mum. Uh, I think she's in there two or three times, actually. But um, no, I mean, and definitely not on the level of um, Dustin and, and Steve. I thought Steve in Orlando was a
5: spook. I had such a crush on Steve.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I
5: didn't see him for the first, like, whole bunch of goes through. And I kept, and I didn't even know that he was in there because I hadn't seen anyone talk about it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to tell God, that Steve's not in there. And then I saw a girl tweet about the Steve in there and i was like i don't know you're talking about steve's not in there and she's like yeah yes and then when we did the unmasking tour david was like yeah because we can only obviously get so many people who look identical Mm. they switch out more often than the rest of the cast does so sometimes Mm. you'll go through and you'll see steve and sometimes you'll go through and you'll see nancy instead but they're in the same spot and i was like oh well i've only seen steve once and then every time Uh, after that i saw steve and i was like i love you (laughs) uh,
0: that's why yeah. he was
5: awesome like a really real and i thought both hoppers identical
0: yeah yes. that was odd i mean that was really and good adjusted
5: was a girl what i know I was shocked because I was like, when I was talking to David about it, I was like, honestly, I can't believe how much they look like them. Like, it's insane. And he was like, oh, do you want to hear a funny fact about Dustin? And I was like, yes. And he's like, it's a girl. And I was like, shut the phone. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I was like, they are the best face characters I've ever seen. And it surprises me that Hollywood wouldn't have them because I feel like if you're going to find a look like anywhere, it's going to be in Hollywood.
0: Well, apparently on both coasts, they both have to have a Hopper and a, um, an Eleven face character. And the Houses can't operate without them, apparently.
5: Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah,
0: because I was talking to one of the Ops guys, and he didn't know the ins and outs, but he told me that uh, they're under strict instructions, that the Eleven uh, in Orlando in particular... Because um, something was going... Because she's at the end of the house, wasn't she? Remember rightly? Yes. There, there was something There was something wrong with the set or something. And uh, basically, they, they, they couldn't not have her there, basically, because of the way in which this contract ran. But I don't know. This is just what they were telling me.
5: That's interesting.
0: Mm. So,
5: do you think our Orlando house was better then?
0: Oh, League's better. League's better.
4: Yeah, it it
0: it. I like as I said to you that like the sets, particularly like Will's mum's house, they, it was just as though they just picked it up off of where they film it, wherever they film it, and just brought it to Orlando. Hmm. Whereas in in Hollywood, it was like, oh, we'll just throw a sofa in a room and put a few lights up, you know.
5: Interested. <laughs> so in the um. It's like the shed, the sheddy, like, garagey, hutty kind of scene that we had where mm-hmm. Will was in there and there was the light that was dying on. I spoke about this in the last episode too, so I'm sorry if I'm boring the people that listened to the last one, but Chris wasn't here then, so I couldn't talk about it with Chris. But <laughs> um, there's Will, and then the light would flicker and go off, and then Will would disappear and the demagogue would pop out from the side. And that had a, a low roof. Mm-hmm. And when I was talking to David about that, he was like, we never, ever, ever do roofs of buildings inside because mm-hmm. of, like, fire regulations. And he was like, but we had to have it in here because it just makes the scene because you've got the light bulb dangling from it. And I was like, that's something that I probably never, ever noticed, actually. Yeah. 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 But I imagine that you would definitely notice that in the Hollywood houses if they're only using bin bags as (laughs) raves
0: well luckily the stranger things was in a sound stage so they didn't have to have the bin bags so (laughs) that's one saving grace that they put it in that location
5: i just thought that was such an interesting thing and like i know that i like talked loads and loads and loads about mask and the horror on the last episode but i feel like you learn like that might be like a little tiny piece of information that david like flippantly said and probably didn't think it'd mean anything to me but I found that so interesting and I feel yeah. like you just, you learn so much on these tours that I just like daft things, but you're like, Oh my God, actually yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, I can't, you know, I can't say anything bad about them. They are just so, so good. I mean, I remember when I used to go on them when they first started and it would just be me, you know, I'm not no no special treatment. It's just nobody went on them. It <laughs> would just be me and, and three tour guides because they used to go in threes back then. Um so I, I you know now they're always packed and they sell out most nights. So, you know, I really, really am, you know, positive about those tours that they do in Orlando. And I think I think I'm right in saying they've just started doing them in Hollywood.
5: Oh have they?
0: Yeah, I think they tested it this year. I think it was kind of, you know, lukewarm reception. But I think they did do some this year at Hollywood.
5: I feel like if I was going to go to Hollywood, and I really do want to get out there at some point, I feel like I'd need to do everything that I could. Because mm. I'd go for, obviously, a shorter amount of time. I'd want to do an unmasking tour. I'd want to do an R.I.P. tour. And yeah. do they have Stay and Scream there or not?
0: Um, do they? Yes, they do. They do do Stay and Scream, yeah. They do.
5: Okay.
0: Their so streets I feel like
5: aren't... if I went The streets aren't somewhere...
0: what? Well, their streets aren't super detailed So it doesn't take them long to switch it out So I don't think the weight is much of a problem there
5: mm. Okay, so was there anything else That Hollywood shared with Orlando?
0: Um. Well, there's a couple of others uh, Obviously Poltergeist which Oh yeah um, uh... <sighs> Wait, was
5: their facade the same as ours?
0: Oh gosh, I'm trying to remember now. Um I don't think it was.
5: Did they do like the way ours was like halfy halfy between an IP and an original? Was theirs like that or was theirs more true to the film?
0: I think theirs was more true to the film. I only did it once and it was the end of the night and I wasn't feeling my best. So I have the 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 worst memory of this house. Um I remember it was a it was a also, it was really pain where it was because it was right at the back of their backlots. So it was a, it was a real long walk. It was that and purge. I remember were next to each other or near each other, um, and they were a bit of a bind to get to. Um, to walk I feel like
5: narrow. I've heard non-stop people talking about our Orlando Poltergeist House. Like literally before I went, that's all everybody was talking about. It's like the scarecrow of this year. Like everybody was talking about how terrifying it was and how amazing it was. And I haven't heard anything at all about the Hollywood. And that's why I forgot that we shared it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean again it was, you know, Bimbag City again. Um,
5: (laughs) that's such a shame because our sets were incredible.
0: Oh. That he just is so you just can't even compare it. I mean, it was just Orlando's was just an absolute home run, wasn't it?
5: It was amazing, and that was another one again where I went through the entire time, like, oh my god, when I walked into the facade and it was raining and you could smell the dirt, I was like, this, I'm gonna cry. It was just so so good And again when we were doing the Unmasking tour for that one I was like David I'm just going to get emotional Because <laughs> it's beautiful Like everything about it is just So good and at first When they did, When the creative team did the round table And they were talking about it And like okay what we're going to do is we're going to do The beginning of the film is The beginning of the house is the end of the film I was like oh okay then And then they were talking about The pool in the house and I was like oh but then when I saw it, I was like, Yes, like, yes. This is the best idea ever.
0: Well, uh, I I posed the question to John Murdy, um, and I said, Oh, next year, please do a a Hitchcock or a Psycho House. And he said, Oh, I can't I can't possibly touch the classics and try and make them into a house. Just just you just can't do it. And I'm thinking, Orlando's taken poltergeist, one of the most iconic horror films. Not only have they kind of Change the layout to fit the, the 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 house. They've also got rid of half of the film, put scenes in there at the start of the film in the house, which only takes part at the end of the film. And then they've also created what the, the um, uh, is it the further or the, you know, where she into gets. Into the light. Into the light. They've actually created what that would feel like and look like. I'm thinking Orlando kind of, you know, goes with it.
5: Honestly, the classics that they're doing over the last few years, I'm like, I want a classic every single year because I, 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 I feel like you think you know what?
0: I think I know what next year's one's going to be.
5: Oh, I'm going to message you when we finish recording because I have a list oh, okay. Of things that I think. And, well, I think it's, like, wishful thinking. But I'd be happy with any of them, honestly. And I feel like the the classics that they've been doing, like Exodus, like The Shining, like Poltergeist, are my favourite houses. I think uh, they're so well done.
0: I think I know what it is.
5: Oh, I'm excited to hear. <laughs> but it surprises True. me that John Mersey would be like that and think like that about it because I feel like our... Oh, classic ideas are so well done because the creative team that we have are passionate horror fans, like they're passionate classic horror fans and you can see that passion when you're walking through, you can see that this is a labour of love for them and I know that John Murdy is just as passionate and I feel like he could do such good things so that, that honestly surprises me
3: yeah
0: i was quite surprised by that because obviously they've done psycho before um a few times um so i don't know there's much more um i don't know it's it's an odd one i don't know i don't know how to categorize it but um uh it was just something he said i mean whether or not that happens or not i don't know you know it just might be a a brush off but
5: maybe um, it's just
0: could well be
5: (laughs) Okay, so speaking of classics then, how was the classic Monsters Maze? Because that is one that I have heard a lot about.
0: The classic Monsters Maze, you can tell that this was John Murdy's passion piece. Um, So obviously he had written and uh, produced this house to a very high standard. And Slash, the musician, had done all of the music, had written songs for it. Um, and that doesn't really take away from the house. You don't really, that's not the thats not the impression you leave with that this is a Slash house, if you know what I mean. It's not like when you'd go through the mm-hmm. Alice Cooper house and it was just all Alice Cooper. Um, it's mm-hmm. kind of a background thing that unless you were told that Slash had done the music, you wouldn't really know. So it it's, it's, um, doesn't detract from the horror. But what, what he's done there is that he's taken the classic Universal Monsters and it, instead of, updating them and making them modern or whatever he just kind of um made them slightly scarier so updated them might be the correct term for that so the the frankenstein's monster is just a bit more gory looking a bit more decayed looking um you know the werewolves are just that bit more um rugged and and look (laughs) very dangerous i mean even the vampires i mean the vampires aren't anything like bella lugosi you know they they look like these weird beasts that are gonna come for you you know they're smothered in blood and you know but they got that iconic hairstyle and and the the iconic kind of you know dinner jacket and things like that um and it was it was just it was fun as well it was really fun and it, it it had very good sets and the costumes and the, um, the scare actors in, in, in all of the scenes were really good. And there wasn't that many black corridors either, like these other houses.
4: Uh-huh.
0: So I, I'm hoping that they will, due to the popularity, either bring it back next year to Hollywood or or send it over to Orlando.
5: It is my number one on my wish list. Is not in... Like, from what I've heard of it, and I've seen a couple of pictures from inside of it, and I don't think I'd want it in the same way that Hollywood's was, necessarily. I've not seen the whole thing, so I I can't really compare. But I would love more than anything for a classic monster's house to come back. What I really want is a full-time classic monster's house.
3: Mm. Yes. Mm. We were talking about that that yesterday. Yes. Yes.
5: Like, this is what, I I probably mention this, like, once a month on this podcast, that that is my, (laughs) that, along with the museum, are the two things that I want more (laughs) than anything in the universe. Oh, and walk-around characters.
0: They've (laughs) got to be talking about that now, behind the scenes, haven't they? Now they've dipped their toe with this Stranger Things house.
5: Surely. Surely they've got to be. Like, honestly, it would just do so well. Like, it would just do so amazingly well, and... I, like I know I talk about this all the time too but I just want Universal to utilize things that they have and things that you know they had years ago and they did utilize years ago and it's such a popular thing still like the classic monster is so important to so many people and I don't I, I think maybe it was on Theme Park Trader that I was talking about this I don't remember or it might have been on I don't remember what it was that I was talking about on but I fell in love with the classic monsters in probably the opposite way from what a lot of other people would have. I became interested in them from going to Universal. So when I, like, I started going to Universal when I was Tim, and I'd obviously go and see the Beetlejuice show, and I'd see the walk-around characters of Frankenstein then. And that's how I got interested in them, because then I was like, okay, now I want to watch these films because I love these guys. And that's how, like, I grew up so intrigued by them. That's why I'm covered in them. And they're so important to me, and I feel like they're so important to so many of the people that I feel like it's only, and they're so important to Universal too, I feel like it's only right that they're celebrated in the parks. And I feel like a full-time walkthrough house attached to a museum would be the best <laughs> way of doing that.
3: Yes, the museum can be the gift shop at the end.
5: Well, they could do, like, in, I think it's in San Francisco, maybe. It's somewhere that they have the um, Museum of Pop Culture, and they have a horror exhibit in there. And I'm like, something like that would, like, would be amazing. It would just be so good.
0: Well, they, James Michael Roddy, nearly persuaded them to put a museum in where Hello Kitty is. Oh, Yeah, very nearly. I mean, I love the
5: Hello Kitty shop, but I would much prefer a museum.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was just deemed that coming into the park and the first thing you see is a horror museum was just, just not acceptable, so. <laughs> what?
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> I mean, we could put a pretend facade on there.
3: Yeah, it's Hello Kitty, but it's a secret.
5: <laughs> but I feel like the stuff that they've done with Kong... Like, don't get me wrong, I see kids going in and out that screaming. But that's <laughs> on the parents. The parents can decide whether the kids are ready or not ready. And now this Stranger Things Day, which we'll talk about in a little bit with Luke, because I know that you'll have stuff to say about it, Luke, because you were there, um, yeah. only solidifies it for me that this is the way that we're going, that we're going to get a full house.
0: Well, it's interesting because... What's stopping them? That's the question. What's stopping them? Mm -hmm. Because um, in past years, Orlando has had, well, Universal Orlando, has had a reputation of accommodating lots of filmmakers and putting their needs first above things like Halloween Horror Nights. So they've had, you know, not massive feature films, film there, and they've had, you know, you've had the wrestling um, was there. NTA was there for quite a long time, wasn't it? um and then uh they've had like game shows filmed there and things like that and they've allowed them and their production to um take a bit of a precedent on soundstage location and the production mm-hmm. facilities that they want which has had a little bit of a bearing on Halloween Horror Nights over the years um and, you know a few people over the years got fed up with the noise and uh, there's a very, very famous story that I was told that, uh, Roy Schneider, when they were filming, uh, Sequest DSV, I'm going back a few years now, um, he, he, he got fed up with the, uh, the noise from the theme park. So people had to be very quiet when they were walking past his trailer. Um, this is the guy from Jaws, by the way, who wouldn't even walk over and look at the attraction. Um, he's sadly no longer with us, but anyway, um, and this year, which is an interesting story, whether it's true or not, I don't know. The facts are that this year, Oprah Winfrey has been filming uh, a drama in the sound stages in Universal Orlando. I don't know how much of this has made the news. Yes, Luke.
5: she has what? because we they were doing things for it when we were doing our Masking Tour, and it is called, I think. Um, it's something David
0: David like Makes ma- Man
5: That's it, that is it yeah.
0: um,
5: So they had all of the dressing rooms And stuff behind Blue Man Group And they were doing set stuff In the sound stage behind Um, And our tour guide David does tell us a little bit about it It's on the Oprah Winfrey Network And they're filming it at Orlando As we speak
0: Yeah now they they have wanted to expand the production slightly um and this is what i've been told and use some of the sound stages that were occupied by halloween horror nights and the answer was no sorry halloween horror nights is on now in years gone by they may have gone oh sorry everybody we've got to you know move this house or reduce this house or keep the noise to a minimum or something but no not not anymore i'm sorry oprah winfrey don't care what you're doing Halloween Horror Nights is taking the precedent because it is, you know, it's this huge event now um, that is their, you know, it is their cash cow in the in the autumn months. So that's nice to see that actually it's the, you know, it's completely swung the other way now.
5: Exactly. I love that. So what else did Hollywood have then that we didn't have? Uh
0: well, we well, there's not much to say about Michael Myers, but, but we shared that on both coasts, um, which I've been doing some digging in as to why we didn't have the new Halloween,
4: mm-hmm.
0: if you'd like to hear. I don't know if you... Of course. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> apparently the production was delayed uh, slightly, not a lot, but they hadn't actually done much principal photography until the spring, mm. um, and if you've seen the film, have you seen the film, you two? No.
5: No, I spoke at from last <laughs> episode and I'm so honestly, I'm so angry at myself.
4: Mm-hmm. Like
5: literally, I feel embarrassed even saying that I haven't seen it when people are asking me. Cause like, um, are you being real? Like <laughs> you freaking love Halloween. And I'm like, I know Well but because I just haven't stopped at all. I haven't seen it, but I'm interested to hear why.
0: Well, there, there's things that happen within the script that, um, you wouldn't want to be leaked. So, you know, if you were to have this as a house that might leak, but also this film didn't come out until a couple of weeks ago, Halloween Horror Horror Nights is like wrapping down. And by this point it's been going Mm -hmm. since what, September 15th. Is that when it started? I think. Yeah. Um, So you can't have a house for six weeks or eight weeks running at such a popular event as this, which they're going to get all of the press and marketing and everything else. Um, which would ruin the movie. Because if, if you went through a house that was exactly like the film, it would completely ruin it for you.
5: I agree with that. Like, so, I wouldn't have wanted it spoiled, and I feel as though if they were to do, like, in the same way that we had Insidious 4, and it was kind of like a little trailer for the film, like, there's maybe, like, one scene from it, I feel, and I know that this probably wouldn't have worked, but if they would have just had like a little taster Mm. of Halloween, I would have enjoyed that. But I wouldn't have enjoyed, because I love Halloween so much, I wouldn't have enjoyed having the film spoiled for me. That would have upset me. Mm
0: -hmm. And the other thing that I will say, this is a complaint about the film, is that the whole premise of the film starts and comes from the fact that a man and woman from britain are podcasters that go to america every year to talk about spooky shit now if that's not based (laughs) on you and me (laughs) i want to know where our royalty checks are
5: (laughs) same (laughs) i mean we could have at least played ourselves well we could have we could
0: have played ourselves i'd work for free
5: (laughs) yeah i'd i would work for a halloween horror nights ticket you yeah, pay me. In fact, just pay for my flight and I'm fine. I'll pay for my own <laughs> rent <or any> ticket.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Flight and a crate of Bud Light. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah, and anyone's then. <laughs> I'll work on anything you want me to work on.
0: <laughs> all, all he does, really, is he, he stands behind him and goes, Michael, Michael, look at the mask. Michael. You know, that, that was it, really.
5: Oh, uh, well, you definitely could have done that.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Amazing. Okay, so they had a, if I'm not wrong, a holidays scare zone.
0: Which they kind of have every year.
5: Yeah, how was that?
0: Um, It was so loosely themed that I couldn't even tell you if I walked through it or not.
4: What?
0: I would have done, I must have walked through it, but it was just so... I mean, if, if a scare zone is four scare actors mingling in a crowd, then, okay.
5: Okay. Hmm. I mean, I was expecting Krampus in there somewhere.
0: He may well have been. I never saw him.
5: Wow.
3: Um, so
5: what else did they have there then? Because I, because, or I feel like spooky season lasted for a year. Honestly, like I feel like it was such a long time ago that everything was announced for Hollywood, and especially because like John Mayer would accidentally announce things,
0: yeah. And it then has been. like
5: a few weeks later, I'd forget entirely what he'd announced. So I don't remember anything else that was there.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the was Hollywood season...
5: Harry back.
0: Yes, so he he took charge of the tram tour. Okay. So, the Terra Tram um, was all Hollywood Harry, but not that you would really know. I mean, rumors are that it was going to be some big IP, so they swapped it out last minute, but pff, who knows?
5: In fact, I'm going to deviate away from Hollywood for a second mm-hmm. because Luke, you went here for the you there, but I spoke. On the last episode a little bit about some things that I'd heard. And you may or you may not be able to tell me whether or not I've completely made this up. So, I heard a little rumour that a Blumhouse house was not going to be a Blumhouse house. It was going to be a Nightmare on Elm Street. What? Just for a head.
0: Mm, Well, there's... uh, mm. The problem with that now is that all of those properties are controlled by Warner Brothers. And if Warner Brothers wishes to expand their event, Horror Made Here, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: um, they might be less likely to offer uh, IPs to Universal. Because there are no Warner Brothers properties. Well, people say, well, yes, there is, because Trick or Treat was made by Warner Brothers. Actually, it was made by Legendary, and Legendary now in partnership Universal. So there, there are technically no Warner Brothers properties this year at Universal on both coasts.
5: So that's the bit that made sense to me. So when I heard this, I was like, no. But then I had heard that Blumhouse was put together in, like, literally two days. And I was like, okay, so that's one thing. And then that was going to be a Nightmare on Elm Street. But then because of the Warner Brothers stuff, that's why it got pulled, because they were going to do Horror Media. And I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. But then I was like, mm, I just never believe this.
0: Well, the, the problem that Bloomhouse has every year is Bloomhouse is equal to saying, um, I don't know, Warner Brothers or 20th Century Fox. They... Although they are the producers of the content, they equally have their own people that they need to get approval for for certain projects. So every year having a Bloomhouse house, I should imagine is, is a bit problematic because there's just extra people to go through in order to get approvals.
5: Okay. So I also heard that there is a, a Nightmare on Elm Street Easter egg in the trick-or-treat
4: house. Ooh. Which Isn't I didn't Orlando? see
5: in Orlando. I never saw it. Even on the Amaskan tour, I never saw it. No one ever mentioned it to me while I was there. And then when I got back, somebody had messaged me and said, did you see the Easter egg for Nightmare on Elm Street in the trick-or-treat house? And I was like, no. And they're like, oh, okay. And I was what? like, well, what was it? Like, tell me more. And then they just wouldn't answer me. <gasps> Oh. So then I did a little bit of digging and someone had said something about a glove and I was like, nah, I feel like I would have seen that. A glove? Like, I really like Freddy Krueger and I feel like if I would have seen Freddy Krueger's glove in the Trick or Treat house, I I would have noticed it. So I don't know if I believe it.
3: Yeah.
5: But then I feel like why are you messaging to... me out of the You know what I mean? But i like, worked for the house with the lights on, didn't see it. So I don't know.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think where they would even put it, too. Like, no. There weren't really, like, secret, secret places in there. Maybe in the uh, in the room with, like, the sick kids on the bed. Or, like, what scene was that? When they were, like, in the basement? The basement scene? Mm, but I went, like,
5: look, I spent, like, quite a bit of time in that room on the Alaskan tour because I was looking at, like, the vampire costume that was hanging which is like the principal's vampire costume and I was like I was just looking at Sam up in the window oh, and yeah. I was like looking at the mass on the wall and Dang. I mean unless it was like underneath the like trolley bed thing like I definitely didn't mm. see it okay did
3: I'm gonna you... go
0: sneak in did you go through it with your I'm asking the horror tour
5: Mm-hmm.
0: you did well, Mm
5: -hmm. yeah and like nobody mentioned anything on there didn't see anything I mean I'm gonna go through all like in that house as well we could only really take pictures of the facade and in Krieg's bedroom and I mean I'll go through all those pictures and see if I can see anything but I don't think I did see
0: anything (laughs) so weird where you can and can't take photos I
5: know honestly like the only house that we could take pictures everywhere was Seeds of Extinction Huh. Like I thought I could take pictures everywhere in Carnival and we couldn't. And again, like um like not to go over what I've said before, but like we couldn't take pictures of the like the dummies and like laughing sal and the clown like where the clown is because Billy the puppet was there from oh, Dead yeah.
0: Silence. <laughs> this is your problem, you see, with, with um with any of these large organizations is that they are constantly being sued by people all the time, whether it's I tripped on your ride or your Coke zero didn't provide adequate, you know, drinks, and just all sorts of random nonsense, half of it, you know, and they're just so worried about increasing the workload of their legal teams that they have to be just so careful that they don't, you know someone doesn't get a photo of someone's intellectual property like dead silence being used as a as a easter egg in that house it's just you you can appreciate why they like it it's just a sad world we
3: live in really mm-hmm.
5: what house was he in recently was it last year or the year before
3: i think i feel like he was in the insidious part last year he, now that doesn't now that doesn't sound right
5: I know. I, I definitely know that it was either last year or the year before that he was in another house, and I was no, like, "Oh my god!"
3: I think it was in the red room in the insidious part of Blumhouse last year. Maybe. On like the left shelf, there are like dolls there. I think
5: he was definitely in a house recently, like other than Carnival. Like he's definitely in there, and I—I I was definitely with you, Luke. So it must have been last year. Yeah, it must have been because. Yeah, it was. It must have been last year because it was the same year that you were like, um, Jason's mom's head is in the house. And I was like, wow. Oh,
3: yeah, that was Dead Waters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay, yeah, I'm going to go with Insidious Part. I okay. think. I think.
5: <laughs> okay, I feel you. So, was there anything else that stood out about Hollywood, Chris, this year?
3: Um,
0: hmm. Mm, 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 mm. No.
5: <laughs> no. no. Wait. We, did were they have? Were they serving alcohol this year?
0: Mm.
5: I feel like they serve alcohol in Springfield. I want to. Do you say. know? That's
0: a good question. I've got a very vague recollection that they may have just
3: started doing it very quietly at Hollywood.
5: And what's their um, version of Finnegan's? Is it Flanagan's?
3: Mulligans.
5: Oh. Mulligans.
0: I, I didn't get a chance to go in there.
5: I feel like nothing would ever compare to Finnegan's anyway. Honestly, I love Finnegan's. <laughs> I don't love it as a stay-in-screen. Like personally, I don't do not do stay in scream in Finnegan's. Too many people for me. Yep. But after stay in screams finished, I do enjoy going inside Finnegan's.
0: Yeah. They just don't have anything like that, you know? They just don't have... You know, because essentially the theme park in Orlando is the back lot, if you like. Do you know what I mean? It's like all of those sets, there's New York sets and things. that They're in the actual back lot in Hollywood and you can't walk around them. So, do you know what I mean? It, it, it's a real different, different theme park.
5: That's such a shame. But, I mean, I definitely do want to go and check out the Hollywood event at some point. Oh, I'd yeah. love to check out next year and I'm already making plans for next year. But it's it's so hard. Like even though I went for pretty much three weeks this year, I still feel like I couldn't fit anything in. Part of that is because I went to Halloween Horror Nights for eleven nights. Wow. I know. I went a yeah. pretty hardcore this year. <laughs> um but that's what I go. I go for horror nights. That's the only reason that I go that's how, I'm food and mine, obviously. Um but I feel like it's just so hard to fit things in, especially if you start talking, doing Disney as well. And, you know, what, most nights we were closing down horror nights. we were there until one or two. Oh my and gosh, then yes. getting back up early to go to Disney. The next day was a killer. Like it's so hard to fit everything in. So then the thought of trying to then fly to, cause I, I don't think that I would do it, separate i'd either go to orlando and then go to california or i would do it like where i'd fly from orlando to california
4: yeah
5: midway through and then come back um but just trying to fit all of that in whilst trying to tell your employer it's like it's fine i can have this many holidays it's not a big deal you can live without me it's hard yeah
0: yeah okay well it, it, so, it um it, there's definitely lots to do on the west coast and that's doing a, it yeah and doing a west coast east Coast holiday vacation for us is a really good idea um you know I can recommend it
5: <laughs> I just feel like there's so many things in l a that I'd want to do like I want to go to the museum of death I want to go to Disney I want to go to universal. I want to do horror made here, even though like I spoke a little bit before we started recording about how I accidentally watched some videos on that. I didn't mean to, and I, I wasn't necessarily avoiding videos <laughs> of it. I just haven't had any time to like sit and watch it. But I was watching a video of um, Carnival Graveyard, and like from the from the media um, videos, and I think I watched maybe Charles Trippy because I look Charles Trippy is my favorite YouTuber, and I was mm. watching. I absolutely adore him. Um,
0: I, I shared watching... a uh, thing with him once, going through a haunted house. Mm. Really? Yeah. I yeah. love
5: him. <laughs> and I was watching his video from Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando, and I think that came on afterwards, and it was The Conjuring House. And I was like, what the hell is this? This is terrible. <laughs> and then when I like went onto my phone to see what it was, it was Horror Made Here, and I was like, oh, what? And I was really honestly shocked by... Like, I don't want to say it was like a, a really, really bad, because I didn't watch the whole thing, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And I saw a little bit of It, too, and I saw a little bit of Arkham Asylum. And I wasn't overly impressed by what I saw, but I would still like to go out and experience that. So there's so much that I'd like to do. Plus, I'd like to go and like see the Hollywood side. I'd like to do like, the Hollywood like, murder tours. So I feel like I'd need at least a week in L.A.
4: Yeah.
5: But I also need three weeks in Orlando So that's a month already So basically uh, Luke, like, you need to marry me <laughs> <laughs> I'll get that green card um, But that's why it's so hard For me to try and plan to go Because I know this, Like, I, I feel like I can't Sacrifice my time in Orlando Yeah But I also need a lot of time To do Hollywood And it's just trying to fit all of that in it Makes it hard for me to even consider planning it
0: It's very difficult. It's very difficult. I mean, you could, in theory, go in the spring, but then you wouldn't have Halloween Horror Nights to go to. But you'd have all the other stuff there. So,
5: what I need is an unlimited Sims cheat for money.
3: Yeah, and
5: I'll be fine. I won't need to wear. I think it's like (laughs) BB. Yeah,
3: easy.
0: (laughs) Would you like to hear what I think will be a house next year? Yes. Yes okay okay right i'll I'll just rattle through this very very quickly this is just a theory i have absolutely no proof on this um every year well let me just backtrack quickly um if we just discount warner brothers for the time being just because you know they're doing their own thing let's just Mm -hmm. assume that's successful and they Mm -hmm. don't give anything to orlando or Mm -hmm. hollywood um and also let's just discount fox as well because you know, they don't know what they're doing. They're being bought by Disney, but who knows? <laughs> so forget those two for a moment and then just concentrate on what we have left. Now, every year I've noticed this now, for about three years running, Mike Aello has tweeted some random stuff after, straight after the event. Um, and every year, the stuff he's tweeted has ended up being a house (laughs) at the following year but nobody has cottoned on to this so i'll give give you an example right um last year after the event in reference to people talking about how great the event was and how they're looking forward to next year mike tweeted some stuff of him settling down to watch his favorite now horror film uh poltergeist Mm. i mean that's Mm. not crazy Mm -hmm. but it is when you look in retrospect that when he tweeted that (laughs) and in what reference he was tweeting that because nobody saw that coming yet there he was talking about it straight after the event um the year before he was talking about the greatest horror film ever made and he was talking about the shining what happened that became a house the following year so what has he been talking about right now? Because this is right now is, is the event has ended. So this is the, the same time as these twice other occasions. So the other day he tweeted, um, look at my uh, DVD collection. I mean, I'm not reading exactly what he tweeted, but it's look at my ever growing collection of DVDs and films. And when you look at the shelf, all of the DVDs that he's got are all in alphabetical order. All of them. Except right at the end, every single Hellraiser has been put on the shelf as though it's just been watched. (laughs) I would love that. So.
5: Like, isn't there... We did an episode all about things that we thought were going to be at this year's event, and we listed off... Films that were going to become like the new Leatherface film that was coming out. And I'm so sure that we said something about Hellraiser there.
0: Hellraiser has been rumoured for the last three years because we're fairly certain they were having discussions with the creators of Hellraiser. And two Mm -hmm. years ago, the rumours were so strong that I actually reached out to the production company um, and they said that they they would not confirm or deny they'd had discussions, but they would confirm that there would be no Hellraiser house that year. Hmm. So, and then when you look at the tweets, when you look at them, there was a few people from the production messaging uh, John Murdy, but not doing so privately. They were doing it on Twitter. Um, so there, there, there's definitely been conversations, put it that way. Hmm. Interesting. And Hellraiser is 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 not Warner Brothers, and it is not Fox. Hmm.
5: So, oh. uh, I mean, this is something that I talk about every single year. And I'll talk about it every single year until probably I die. I, more than anything, except a classic monster's house... ...really want a The Town That Dreaded Sundown house. And I know that Mike is a huge fan of this film too. Mm-hmm. This was the original slasher film. And the people that own... ...that that produce this film... ...is American International Pictures... ...who own an awful lot of B-movies.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Like I Was a Teenage Werewolf... ...and I Was Teenage Frankenstein... ...and Sorority Girl... And, I mean, not that they have anything to do with The Town they're Dry and the Sun but I would... Lo- if we were going to have another classic house next year, I would love that. I know that, like, a lot of people maybe haven't seen it, but it's one of my favourites, and so that's, like, a selfish thing that I would love to see. But I'd, I just know that, like, Mike would enjoy recreating that film, too.
0: Well, if you... Look at his bookshelf. The last things that he's watched have been, uh, I'm trying to zoom in, uh, Buckaroo Banzai, um, Something Packed, uh, Caligula, uh, Hellraiser, 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 uh, Matinee, The Phantom something, Reanimator, uh satan uh satan
3: something or other same slash <laughs> i'm looking at the same picture <laughs>
0: you found it yeah. yeah shop treatment spider baby mm-hmm. and
3: what's that the stuff the stuff yeah yeah i can't read that green one uh,
5: interesting
3: there you go Oh-ho-ho. Hmm.
5: Well, another thing that I would really like to see next year is I would like to see and I don't know whether they would do this or not, but I know that Mike is also a fan of this because when literally when he first I was like, Oh my god, you like this too. And that is Art the Clown. So he is from a film called Halloween Hallows Eve and Terrifier. And he's a very, very, very scary clown. And but the like those films are super gory. And Art the Cloud is kind of like a cult icon. And I feel like he would be amazing at the event. But I just don't know whether they would do that when we have Jack. Like, I feel like mm. clowns that aren't super iconic are, are good. But I just don't know whether they'd bring, so, like such an iconic cult phenomenon of a clown. Like, Pennywise is different. Like, everybody knows Pennywise. Like, Pennywise, in in both Pennywise's Ants Clown and Pennywise of Tim Curry. Um, everybody knows him, but not everybody knows Art the Clown, and I just don't know whether they would ever do it, but if they did, it would be a freaking scary
0: AF house.
5: <laughs> like it would scare everybody. If you've not got a phobia of clowns, you would have a phobia of clowns by the end of it.
0: Well, that was the biggest criticism this year, was, oh, it's not so scary. Well, I beg to differ on some of the houses.
5: Honestly, I feel like this year, and one of my friends' messages, and one of my, like, my friend, Declan, is literally, he's so into Horror Nights that he has recently just got a Halloween Horror Nights tattoo. Like, he's super into Horror Nights. And he was there until about two days ago and he's like this year for me was like the most intense like I was nervous at all times and I was like I feel yeah like I feel like this year was really intense things like dead exposure and of course you you I don't know if you've listened back to any episodes since you came back from holiday but I don't even know if I told you this while we were there but the first time that I went through dead exposure, honestly, I felt like it was the longest house of my entire life. <laughs> it just seems to go on forever. And I was like, I need, I can't do this anymore. And I was walking in front of Luke and I was like, I just can't do it. Like, I just can't be in this <laughs> house. I felt so vulnerable. And I was so, so terrified. And nothing was even really happening. It wasn't like the best bunker in <laughs> the house anywhere. Like, I came out of it and I was like, I didn't really see anybody. But the strobing and how dark it was, I felt the most vulnerable that I that I ever have in my entire life. And I was like, this, I'm terrified. I, like I am too scared. It was super, super intense. But then the next time I went through and I did get all the scares, I was like, holy fuck. Like
4: this is, <laughs> this is scary. <laughs> this is worse. <laughs> like, this is so
5: much worse. So I, I disagree with when people are saying, Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't scary this year. It was.
3: Mm. It was very scary. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't go with the patch. Never mind. (laughs) I chose not to do that.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would not have gone through that with an have, I would have fainted.
3: Even in Poltergeist, (laughs) I was, like, running into stuff.
5: (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so anything else that you want to say what you think is coming next year, Chris, before we move on real quick?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah um stranger things to um oh gosh we were listing these out the other day weren't we um what did i put on twitter i did a list didn't i did you see that
3: oh swamp um, yeti i know that was in there yeah american swamp horror yeti. story well Mer- yeah
0: that's a popular one that a lot of people have been saying about but i'm not so sure maybe maybe
3: um
0: uh, every year people seem to talk about Return of the Living Dead and that doesn't ever show up which is strange.
5: I think that would be amazing but I feel like that would have been amazing this year.
0: This year oh, I don't know, yeah. it just seems like a wasted opportunity doesn't it, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um. So yeah, but you know, they, they've still got plenty they can do for next year. I mean the, the original houses have been received so well this year that you know they can dream up all sorts of crazy crap
5: I agree so moving on to our RIP tour then I know that we've been every time that we record an episode I'm like we're not going to do a really long episode this time we're going to like cut it off at an hour and we never do (laughs) Nick might split this I don't know what his plans are the other day when I said Nick's name he magically appeared I need to say (laughs) one more time Nick and he might appear so I said his name three times he might appear who knows Um. (laughs) So, we might split this into two episodes. I have no idea. But our RIP tour this year, honestly, we did an RIP tour a couple of years ago, and we did it as, like, um, a kind of scare zone mixture. It was like a mixed bag of scare zone and Universal After Dark. And I had a super fun time on it, but I feel like this year blew out of the water. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like the group that we had was super, super fun. I felt like our tour guide was amazing. Like, I gave him a cuddle (laughs) because I loved him so much. I had so much fun with him. Like, I wanted to be my best friend. Our tour guide was Emmanuel, and he was absolutely fantastic. But I just had so much fun. We did 24 houses by the end of the night.
4: Mm
5: -hmm. (laughs) Emmanuel was a trooper. What did you guys think of the tour?
0: Um, it, it, well, I, we all know how busy Halloween Horror Nights has, has got. So an RIP tour is just a breath of fresh air, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Especially on that
5: night because that night was the first night that Horror Nights had tweeted that the event was sold out.
0: Yeah. Which was a kind of fib though, wasn't it?
5: It was a little bit of fib. But it still yeah. felt super busy.
0: Yeah, yeah.
5: I was very, very thankful. And this was on my last night in Orlando. So I feel like I couldn't have gone out in any better way than we it did. Totally,
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
5: like we smashed it. <laughs>
0: <90s>. <laughs> <laughs> we
5: literally left just after two. And I was a zombie the next day. <laughs> I was an absolute zombie plan. I slept the entire I never ever sleep on the plane usually And I slept for the entire flight home
3: Oh my gosh
5: I literally <laughs> got on the plane And I was like oh, I'm so freaking angry I don't want to go back to England And then James turned around and I was just out cold And I woke up <laughs> as we were landing in Manchester Like oh my god it's cold and I hate life <laughs> But I was dead Dead to the world But I just feel like it was so incredibly fun And Leading up to it, when people were asking me about the R.I.P. tour, I was like, I honestly recommend that everyone tries an R.I.P. tour, but it just has a different vibe to us. And I know that everyone does heronates in a different way, but, and Luke, you're the same as me, in this sense, that we super enjoy doing Stay and scream. And the way that me and Luke do horror night is we'll we'll smash, stay, and scream. So we'll go and do we always do moes, and we'll do those back houses multiple, multiple times until we until they're sick of the sight of us, basically. <laughs> and then we move on to the front of the park. We do some more, and then we have like a big break in the middle where we'll just kind of like have some drinks and chill. And then later on in the night, we'll go and do. Like we'll hang around the scare zones and stuff, like in the in the breaky time. But then we'll go and do the rest of the houses. So yeah, we always ev- get yeah when everyone's like kind of tired. We yeah. had our little mid break of just chilling in the zone. So we're like raring to go for the houses <laughs> again. We can stay till closing. But R.I.P. tours have a completely different vibe to that. But yeah, I there's think no, we rest. Were lucky. no rest. No <laughs> rest at all. But we were lucky with the group that we had. That everyone just wanted to smash it. Yeah.
0: It's funny that you say you you keep going to the back until you've absolutely exhausted, um, you know, until they're fed up with you, the scare actors, because um, the the scare actor, Doctor, was he as you walk into the cinema house?
5: Yes, the ninja guy.
0: The ninja (laughs) doctor guy, you know. He's trying to scare everybody as you come in. And there's Amanda high-fiving him every time. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Honestly. <laughs> Clancy, we'd just see each other every... Because we'd hit that house first every time because it was my favourite house, except Polargeist. And so we'd see each other every single night. So we just do the same thing with <laughs> <laughs> <and laughs> each other. And I was like, it's my last night. And he's like, no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we were both so sad.
3: <laughs> do you want to hear my final house count for that house? yes 31 times
5: yeah yeah i literally remember coming out one time and there was an orlando police officer posted outside and he was like didn't we just see you like five minutes (laughs) ago?" and then we were like he is about to hit 20 times going through this house so you're (laughs) gonna see us one more time at least (laughs) and he was like okay
3: (laughs) yeah that was the best house
5: it was like we we did that house more than any other one because it was so so much fun I loved it on the RIP tour doing that house but honestly like we just we just knew all of the scare actors in probably most Mm -hmm. of the houses by the end of it (laughs) (laughs) but it was so so much fun and I think um we did we'd done every house on that tour by I want to say like eight o'clock Like, we'd already done everything
3: once. Oh, yeah.
5: So we got through them pretty quickly. Like, on these tours, they lead you straight to the front of the line. So there's no waiting. And I know that people don't really like waiting in line. I have so much fun in line. So I don't mind waiting.
3: Heck yeah, lines are the dance parties.
5: <laughs> yeah, we dance party, Luke's Australian accent, We've got
3: <laughs> <Yeah>, news channels.
5: <laughs> we play Heads Up.
3: You can get we... Altoids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: we played Heads Up one time in the Poltergeist line, and oh, we literally yeah. had full Switchbacks playing Heads Up with us.
3: Yeah, that, that was fun. That, that was line was also fun. way longer than we expected.
5: Honestly, we waited way over an hour for that and it mm-hmm. was posted at, like, probably 45 minutes, waited, probably like <laughs> yeah. 40 minutes. But we had everybody playing heads off. So when you're doing the RIP tour, so you don't get that kind of thing. But if you're on a private one, I don't know how the... Chris, have you ever done a shared one?
0: Um, Have I? No. no only when it's been, like, press and stuff like that.
5: Like, do they... Are they as accommodating on a on a shared one? Do you know?
0: I don't think so. I think they got a plan and they pretty much stick to it.
5: Ah, oh. I know that this year they they did the five house tour for the very first time. And on oh that one,
4: yeah.
5: Either had like that wasn't advertised on the website, wasn't advertised anywhere. Like they were only really promoting it to you in in the park if if you're trying to buy the tickets in the park and on those ones you had to pick either the tents or the sound stages Mm. so you couldn't do a mixture so it was set and it was set times that you'd go for and it was I think two hours maybe um but with our tour guide we had him from six o'clock until park close if we wanted we could leave the tour early if we wanted to. So we could have left the we all could have left the tour after we'd done every house once. Yeah, but we did every house twice and half of the houses three times. Well, almost half of the houses three times. Um, so we had him until close, and we could choose what we wanted to do and when we wanted to do it. We chose not to watch Academy of Villains on that night just because we wanted to hit the houses as many times as we could. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a lot of freedom with that, and I just don't know if you get that kind of freedom with a shared one.
0: Did it, Was it me, or was there fewer RIP tours this year going around?
5: I definitely agree with that.
0: Mm-hmm. I
5: didn't see as many as what I usually see. mmm But when I was buying my unmasking tickets and the day that I wanted was sold out for that, they were saying about how all the RIP tours are sold out and they had to get like more staff. They had more staff than usual. And I was like, really? Mm. So I I just don't know. But usually you'd see, you would see loads of them going into the house. Even when we were doing the RIP tour, you know, usually you go through an RIP tour and you're like kind of high fiving the other RIPTOR as they go past, didn't really see any mm. of them.
0: No, that's true.
5: I think maybe so, like one or two. Mm. And then our poor RIPTOR didn't have a, a lightsaber, so he used Luke's tiny <laughs> lightsaber. <laughs> I,
3: I saw a picture of that and you're in it. <laughs> it's like okay. those live photos. I'm like, dang it.
5: <laughs> Wait, have you got that?
3: Well, yeah.
5: Oh, please send it to me.
3: <laughs> okay.
5: I'm excited to see it.
3: Well, Just you waving. <laughs> I know they had a
0: problem last year because they um, they oversold the number of RIP tours um, or they had a much larger increase in people wanting to book them. So they had to rapidly retrain uh, team members whose regular day job is nothing to do with tours. So um, they had a few, I believe a few issues with some of them, but nothing major, just, uh, just that it really did stretch them last year. So perhaps this year they've sort of dialed it back slightly.
5: Wow. Do you know that all of the tour guides have to do an 80-question quiz every single day?
0: Every
3: day? No, oh, he said every like day. 120. He said you had to get at least 80 right.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah, They ha- yeah, that was right. They had to get 80 right out of either 100 or 120. But they have to take the quiz every single day.
3: It's insane. Gosh.
5: <laughs> and two two different people told me that like completely separately, and I was like, "Oh, it must be true then." I was mm. like, "That's intense." But well, they are very, very, very knowledgeable.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Like you can ask them anything, house related or film film related. Like our unmasking tour, David. Honestly, I know that I like gushed about him for ages on the last episode, but I love him. Like I loved him so so much. Mm-hmm. He like he is like my spirit my kindred spirit like he's super into horror films super into films in general he's super into Halloween Horror Nights and you could talk to him all day long and just never get bored because he just is like he has so much knowledge and so I was like I bet you smash that quiz every single day and was like but imagine doing that quiz every single day Like these, these guys are so into what they do, and they're so good at it. So I think all of the all the tours that you can do at Horror Nights, I think, are priceless.
3: Yeah, especially that RIP tour. Oh, and the food, (laughs) (sighs) macaroni (laughs) bites.
5: (laughs) Oh, we didn't, we didn't really go into depth about that last time. We just mentioned the macaroni bites, but when you, so you go and check in at the VIP center. Which is like at the entrance to the park, and then you are taken to Cafe La Bamba, and they have like a whole entire buffet of food and desserts oh, that you can have, oh. and that's all included.
3: <laughs>
5: I didn't. Did you guys have much of the food there?
3: I just had too much macaroni bites and beef Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> that you was were it. filling up. Was
5: <laughs> <laughs> did you eat much there, Chris? Uh,
0: no, not really. Um, I, I'd eaten before I got there so I did I, like, too <laughs> I know like
5: we definitely had a, an, an avenger pizza before we went But um, I had some macaroni bites There wasn't much vegetarian rice, But I didn't expect this to be honestly Because I feel like when we did the tour Last time we got there much later And we'd eaten at Toothsome So when we got there, I think pretty much all the food had gone that time. So I wasn't expecting anything, but the food that I saw there, there was loads, absolutely loads of it. And I thought it was really cool that it was included in the price. The thing that wasn't included in the price was drinks, but there was a bar in there, which didn't serve Bud Light. (laughs) So I went outside to the cart to get a Bud Light instead. (laughs) But I wasn't too angry about it, it was fine. But I think that it's cool that they, they do things like that that are included in there. We watched the opening ceremonies from the balcony of the VIP building.
3: That was nice, mm-hmm. looking down at all those people, huddled.
5: It was <laughs> awesome because for the last few years, I have never had a chance to see the opening ceremonies because of staying and Scream. Because mm-hmm. we'd be at the back of the park, I wouldn't see them. So that was probably the first time in, I want to say, like about five or six years that I've seen, like at least five oh, or six dang. years that I've seen the influence of the So that was cool for me. Yeah, <laughs> Did you
0: guys have yeah. any
5: highlights of it?
0: Well, it was cool for me turning up while you were watching the... Uh... <laughs> <I know. laughs>
5: when we got there, Chris wasn't there yet. And I'm like, okay, like, we have this, we have this to I'm like, okay, do you have a book and reference? And I'm like, no. And, <laughs> like, can you get a book and reference? And I'm like, I will try. So we're all, like, kind of just hanging around. And I'm like, okay, like, I, like Chris is stuck in traffic, like... I can't get in touch with him because he's in traffic. Like, I just don't have anything. It's like, okay, well, we can't take you into the actual waiting room yet, but you can, like, wait in the waiting area. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I managed to get us into the room anyway. And so we went through, and I was like, hey, can we, are we allowed to go outside? And he's was like, yeah, let's go outside and watch the stuff because it'll be starting soon. So I'm filming the open square, in running the balcony. And then, and. Cr- Okay, guys, we are super, super sorry, but the recording accidentally cut off halfway through us talking about the RIP tour. But maybe it was a bit of a blessing in disguise because we had been recording for an awfully, awfully long time and it was getting to be a very, very long episode. And I feel like the RIP tour and Stranger Things Day do deserve their own episode, realistically, because there was an awful lot to talk about. So we will definitely cover those on the next one.
1: So right now it's just me and Nick. I, I am I am here. I wasn't expecting to say anything, <laughs> but <yeah.
5: laughs> You know, I always I even said your name three times. At some oh, just point. in case
1: I was going to appear. <laughs> oh man. Maybe I, that bit got cut out. I don't know, but I'm I said
5: such, Nick.
1: I'm such a wuss. Like it's just all it is <laughs> is I've got like a man cold. i was just like, oh, you don't need me on when you've got like Luke and Chris. Do you know what I mean? Like it's the A squad. You don't need the B squad. But, uh, but we, thank you we always
5: me. think you're the a squad you are part <laughs> of the a team but we we spoke so so much we talked about so many different things so we we think that it we think we know when it cut out and i think that i know that we did talk an awful lot afterwards we may or may not have got in our predictions of Halloween Horror Nights 29. I don't remember exactly where we said that, but I think that there's a good chance that that got cut out. But again, we can cover that in the next episode, so it is not that big of a deal. It's just like a cliffhanger. So you guys have to come back to listen to the next episode. If you're not subscribed to us and you've only just found us, what a way to find us. A, a Silver
1: completely agreed. completely
5: agreed. Yes, exactly. Leave one in more. Yes. And what definitely did get caught out is us saying that this 100% is not the end of Spooky Season for us because we definitely do have more episodes that we need to do on Halloween or Halloween nights. And this has just added one more to it. So you guys are going to be feeling spookiness for months to come. Way into the Christmas period, we'll be talking spooky things. I'm so excited about it. Spooky times give me the best kind of vibes. So I'm excited. But what you definitely did miss is me talking about Luke's video from the final night of Halloween Horror Night. I'm Mm. not going to cover Stranger Things Day because I feel like Luke needs to talk about that himself because it sounded incredibly fun. Um, But he did just release on our YouTube channel a video of the final night, and it is super emotional. It's a fantastic video. There's lots of dancing killer clans in there. So if you haven't seen it already, please, please, please go to our YouTube channel, You can find it by searching Universal After Dark, Diz After Dark, or the After Dark Podcast Network, and you will find it. And you will not be sorry that you've watched it, because it's fantastic.
1: It's got Luke in it. Of course it's going to be good.
5: Of course. Everyone wants to see Luke's beautiful face. Everyone wants to see Killer Clowns. We saw the very last set of Killer Clowns, the very last set of Vamp 85, and honestly, it's such a fantastic video, so definitely go and check that out I will be starting to edit my vlogs maybe this week I'm gonna have two videos coming out very very soon that are not vlogs but then I'll start editing the vlogs I'm just emotional about it like I feel I haven't even put my memory card into the computer yet because I feel like it's gonna make me sad and happy to relive the memories obviously but it like, like, that means that my holiday's over.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's that feeling of it being over. I know what you yeah, mean, because, like, we had a little bit of that last year when we, I was putting the... Um, I was editing up mine and Craig's uh, weekend. Because once it was done, and once we, like, did the last recording talking about it, because we did, like, a little commentary at the beginning of those, it was like, that's it now. Like, we've, we've experienced it, and we've talked about it, and now those episodes have gone out to people, and it's done. And you think, oh, God, what's next? Mm.
5: Exactly. But you've just reminded me, actually, that we still have some house audio Mm -hmm. to go out. So we have um, Poltergeist, I think. Or did I do that on the last one?
1: Mm. I think
5: we have Dead Exposure. Yeah. We have Stranger Things. We have another run-through of Slaughter Cinema that is just Luke on his own. Um. And there's one more, which I don't remember which one it was, but that's going to go out as its own episode anyway. We made a commentary of that before it. Um, but yeah, we've got loads of spooky episodes left to go. Like, this honestly will probably take us up until rumors start flying of Halloween Horror Nights 29. So, Halloween Horror Nights has never done on this podcast ever.
1: And at the same time, like, Universal, if you actually want to put your fingers out for your bums and actually like do some stuff that we can talk about in the parks that's not Halloween Horror Nights based, then we'd love to. Um, but at the moment, you're not really giving us many options. So if you're listening to this, um, which I'm sure you will be, because obviously it's um, the UK's number one uh, universal podcast on the After Dark Podcast Network. Um, but if you are listening to this, pull your fingers out, get some stuff done in the parks that's <laughs> not Halloween Horror Nights, and then we'll talk about it. Otherwise... This is it. This is what we've got to talk about.
5: Well, funny you should say that, Nick. Uh Uh-oh. Something that me and you will be very happy about is that Universal just launched a new range of vegan food Mm. at the parks. So I am planning to do an episode around food and I will incorporate that in. I just want to get some more information about it directly from Universal first before I talk about it so that we have lot to talk about with that
1: yeah
5: but i knew that you'd like that
1: any any uh because i mean the thing is neither myself or boston are actually vegan but we don't claim to be but any any time that there's more vegan or vegetarian options in the park i think is only a good thing for everyone Mm -hmm. because unlike meat, everyone can eat vegetarian food so it doesn't kind of rule anybody out so the more variety the more choice the better so i'm eagerly anticipating what those announcements and menu changes will be
5: yes so on that note we will leave you guys here we will continue this episode with r.i.p talk and stranger things next week
1: you do realize this outro is now almost as long as the actual episode you recorded <laughs> i think it's like 30 <laughs> seconds or oh, i didn't mean to no. talk
5: now, honestly, like, I, I said, and this got cut out too, where I was saying, every day, I'm like, not going to do a long episode today. It's going to be short and snappy and to the point. And it ends up being over two hours every single time. That's actually when I was saying your name three times, because so I was like, I don't know if Nick wants to cut this into two or whether we're going to do it as one. It's going very, very long. But I waffle.
1: Well, I tell you what, this is how I will end this episode of the podcast. Because if I say this out loud publicly, it means it has to happen. So, the last thing I will say on this podcast episode is, Amanda, go and record your two songs for Ego.
5: Okay, on that note, I'm going to go and record my two songs for Ego. We'll see you at next week's episode. Go and watch Luke's video. We love you and appreciate you listening to us. Goodbye. bye. -bye.
1: Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? (laughs) Well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash after dark network here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do the other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the after dark network on behalf of the other after dark podcast network hosts thank you for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support After Dark Podcast Network.